Welcome to Hey Girl. I'm your host, Bill Janice. Join me every week where I sit down with one of my amazing and talented friends who are experts in their field, and we have a little chat. All right, welcome to this episode of Hey Girl. I'm Bill Janice, and I am very excited today to be joined by a really fabulous, wonderful, talent, and beautiful person. He is an artist, he is a dancer, choreographer, he's a model, supermodel, Uh, he's a photographer, he's a singer, he's a musician, he does it all. Um, He's just a wonderful person, and I'm so happy to have him here today. This is Timo Nunez. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. (laughs) How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Yes, yeah, snap it. Good. <laughs> I love it. I'm so glad that you're doing this. We've been talking about this for a while. We have like yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, well, the show's only been going for a year, but sure, we've been talking about it for years. <laughs> has it really only been a year? I know. That's yeah, what we, COVID has done to my brain. Yeah. Oh yeah, my concept of time is is yeah. pretty out of whack right now too. Yeah, it's very yeah, we bizarre. it was a year. I think about a month ago was a year of the, of the first episode. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> so listen, we have a lot. To, I mean, we have a lot to get into here. So what? Timo's coming to us from LA. I'm here in Las Vegas. Um, got up early to record. We were just joking. We were talking about how. <laughs> Vegas is its own time zone. <laughs> Timo was it like, is. can we record in the morning? I'm like, sure. How does noon sound? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, mm. he's like, that's like not really morning. morning. Yeah. He's like, no, I mean like nor- real pe- normal people morning. You know yes. I mean? This is like our Sunday church. Yes. Right we're having church yes. today. <laughs> we are. <laughs> I love it. Well, let's just dive in. So, Okay. Tell us. Okay, so wait. First of all, where I know obviously you live in Los Angeles now, but where did you grow up? Well, actually, correction, I am living in Santa Barbara. Oh, forgive me. I'm sorry. I, I didn't it's realize. It's okay. I, I lived in Los Angeles for about 15 years. Mm-hmm. So now I'm back in Santa Barbara. I've been here since yes. July. Oh, nice. Um, I moved out of LA last January, and I was in Spain because I'm a flamenco dancer, which yep. I'm sure we'll talk about, but... Uh, I went to Spain and I was planning to be there indefinitely. Okay. And then um, everything happened and I came back in July and moved back to Santa Barbara just to like wait and see what's going on with the world. And I've been here ever since. Right on. And you're loving it there? I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's great because it's so close to LA. So when I need to be there, I can get there. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's also just beautiful here. I can go to the beach every day. I've it's been a lot more a lot calm. Of music at the beach, and yeah, it's way yeah, more than calm. the than like the 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 driving beat of like Hollywood. Yeah, it's not yeah. like a four hour commitment if I want to go to the beach. Right, <laughs> <laughs> I can be in and out in like an hour. You really so do have cool. to plan tra- like your travel time meticulously when you live in Los Angeles. I mean, I only lived there for a short time. I lived there for about a year and a half at one point in my life, and I remember that being. An adjustment <laughs> with yeah, the way, you know, right? sure. and then the rest, and then I just did the same thing. Where I mean, I ended up just coming back to Vegas because I was doing a show. But then I would, it was such an easy forty-five minute flight if I had to be in LA for something, right? Or yeah. like there would, I would catch like the six a.m. 
Southwest flight to go to an audition or a call, I and then I'd get flight. Yeah, and then I'd get back. I'd I'd get on the the five o'clock coming back and to go home do my show at night in Vegas. <laughs> right now, are you from Vegas originally? No, I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. So I'm from Ooh. the Midwest, and okay. then I lived in Chicago for a long time, and then I was in, and then I was a New Yorker. Um, but uh-huh. I I came out to Vegas to do a show, and it was funny. I never. I never thought I would be here as long as I as long as I have. Um, I mean, Crazy. it's definitely been a blessing and, and all all good things. But when I moved here, the intention was to do the show, and it mm-hmm. was I had never been to Vegas. I moved here with the job, and I remember I I had even worked out a living arrangement with a roommate who I'd never met before, but that was also in the show. That oh, nice. the, com- the company manager like kind of connected us because she knew I was like coming from out of town and this person had a house and they were renting a room, yada yada. Oh, we were so young. We were so young. Yeah. So and- young. Such little angels in in Las Vegas. Yeah, and I remember I think for I, I just just to put it also the timeline, I'm remembering it now because I haven't talked about this in forever, but I think I w- what it was is I actually came a little late for the contract because I was finishing a, n- a contract with a uh, a company in Chicago, and so I had to double come booked. late. Yeah, I was, I was double booked double back then. Booked. Not not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but the point is, what was funny is I remember I did remember feeling like it was just such a big change. It's like okay, I'm going to Vegas. I'm literally moving there right now. I've never been there. I don't know who I'm living with, and I literally had to go right from the airport to the theater for rehearsal that's like it was that and then i was and then like with my suitcases and everything like they sent a car bally sent a car to bring me to the theater we did next rehearsal club, next club let's next go club, yeah, yeah next club, next <laughs> sure. i didn't mean to make it sound like that but yeah that was exactly so it. busy i love it okay enough about me <laughs> i love it no that is that is what we all strive for girl and then here we are 15 years later. I mean, yeah. I always, well, I my thought... first time in Vegas was a job as well. Was it, it was, the, was it with Jennifer Lopez? Exciting. No, it wasn't. It was oh, no, wait. Actually... It was. Uh, uh, che- oh, go ahead. I'll let you talk. Sorry. No, tell me my resume, honey. <laughs> no, I want to no, no. know. No, girl, I prepped for this interview, so I'm ready. But I want you to talk. <laughs> I want That's you to talk. So uh, no, it wasn't. It, it was a fun first job. I was like 20. It was for Intel. Okay. It was just like a corporate corporate job. Um, but I remember being really excited because I had never been there. Yeah. And I, you know, got off the, it was, it was a nice job. So I, I landed and there was like a very nice car waiting. Oh, I'm I was sure. Just feeling yeah. very like bougie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun, we were, it's a fun We were thing. feeling ourselves back then. I was totally. like, yes, I'm just catching the flight to Vegas so I can do mm-hmm. my show. And then, you know. Mm-hmm. Very that. Yeah. (laughs) Very that. (laughs) I love it. Well, so let's talk about, okay, first, you obviously, um, as I mentioned before, have a very diverse uh, resume. And um, yes, when you were listing the things, I was like, oh my God, it's so many. You did that, girl. You did it. (laughs) Yeah, that's you, boo. Um, (laughs) But let's start with the dancing. So, um, flamenco dancer, obviously, like, you know, I, okay, so I, as we just already talked, you know, I'm a dancer as well. But I'd never studied that that form of dance. Tell us more about that and why specifically flamenco, as opposed to maybe other forms of dance. Sure. Um, so I started dancing when I was seven. I started with ballet. Mm-hmm. Loved ballet, which I think um, where most dancers should start. Should start with ballet. I'm so happy I the had that base of dance, a yeah. base of technique. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I still you know, pull upon that experience, even though I was so young when I started, um, it helps me with everything that I do. Um, but I started flamenco when I was eight and 
I, it was an interesting thing. Um, it's in my blood because I come from Spanish heritage and, um, I was very close to my grandma when I was growing up and she was the Spaniard. So when I was a, a kid, my sister and I were, were both children. We are a year apart. She is older than I am. Um, she got into the classes because my grandma put her into flamenco classes. Sure. But I also kind of liked to do everything that she did. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I went to her classes and I would sit in the back and learn all the steps and then come yeah. home and like turn on her cassette tape to tell you how old I am. Um, we would Girl, press play and I would do all <laughs> the dance moves and stuff. And so finally I just begged to be put into the classes and they said yes. Um, and that was the beginning of it. It's funny. I was actually thinking about it today because um, sometimes when I go go to the gym and like I've got my pre-workout on, <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I take notes about little thoughts that I have. And I was I was yeah. thinking about a song for, for my grandma and I was just kind of like, in between sets, I'm like jotting down ideas and memories that I had from little things that she would say to me when I was a kid. And um, one of the memories that flashed into my mind was the first time I did a flamenco performance, um, we, we had it filmed and we watched it at home. And I finished my dance and I just did a simple bow. I was yeah. like, hey eight and a half years old. <laughs> I did a simple <laughs> bow and then I walked off the stage and I remembered my grandma saying to me, like with so much enthusiasm, she was like, that's exactly how a Spaniard would bow. <laughs> <laughs> and I never forgot yes. that. And, and I, I actually that. haven't said that since like, Ooh, we got an exclusive to, like, story. Yeah, honey. <laughs> The tea. The tea. So, Timo's giving us the tea today. The tea with Timo. That's it. Exactly. That should be the name of your podcast. It should be. <laughs> mm, ideas. No, I think I don't need to make my list any longer right now. <laughs> yeah, right. You're too We're capping it off. Oh, man. I really love that story. And now, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you think of that every time you bow now. <laughs> or, <laughs> in a way, I do. I way, remember yeah. what the bow looked like. It was like, Can you, you know, most like, people will like bow it's like yeah. a big thing and i remember i was like standing up very tall mm -hmm. and i just kind of like tilted my head to one direction and i went like this yeah <laughs> it was very, very like controlled for an eight-year-old you know what i mean it was i was probably a little like shy about it but it actually you know? probably came off as confident and like you're like not arrogant you're like i don't need the i don't need the praise but i acknowledge you thank you I was like, thank you, you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> Who was he? <laughs> Who was this little monster? I love that story. Um, yeah. Oh, so anyways, the point of me saying that was like, that's how flamenco kind of got into me is I had like the support of my family sure, and sure. I knew how much it meant to my grandma, you know, and to my parents. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that was always just something that I, I think I just. Was, were your, was it, were your, were your parents dancers as well? Or did I, did I. Remember? No, I thought you said that once. Never mind. Okay, okay, that's wrong. No. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't. No one in my family was except my sister and myself. Does your my sister, sister still dance, or did she ever go anywhere with it? The last time she did? danced was at her wedding. Okay. I, I kind of like made her. Made her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, she was a beautiful dancer. She just she had so much going for her. She's a lawyer now. <laughs> She's a great, very bright young woman. 
Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And so when did... Okay, so... Talk to me about, okay, so you've also already obviously worked with some really amazing people. You've, you know, our viewers, you've probably seen him on So You Think You Can Dance, World of Dance. You've seen his work on Dancing with the Stars. Um, I mean, you've worked with J-Lo, Selena Gomez, Kenny Ortega. Uh, uh, the list just goes on and on. Um, San- Carlos Santana. I mean, yeah, you gotta yeah. give me, you gotta, you gotta spill some tea. You gotta give me some <laughs> good, like, give me some fun oh memories from, from that impressive resume. Oh, thank you. It's it's amazing because when I hear it out, like spelled out that way, yeah. it's it's really it's something I'm really really proud of and really grateful that I've had the opportunity to do. Yeah, because I, I remember you know being just a young person and having these ideas, but um, they all seemed kind of like imaginary or like goals. out of reach. Yeah, 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 or like, yeah just I know. like. I remember the first time I met Jennifer Lopez, like it, it was like I was meeting Mickey Mouse or something. Right. Like, right I, I right, was right. super starstruck. <laughs> like just <laughs> like I couldn't believe it was happening because I had yeah. created that as a very specific goal uh, since high school. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and what was she like when you first met her? What later. was that first interaction like? Oh my god, it was so fun. <laughs> I love it. I imagine she would be. I mean, I hear that from a lot of people. I've never, I've never had the pleasure um, with mm-hmm. with her specifically, but I've heard that from many people that she she is very lovely, which is which I love hearing because you know sometimes with sometimes with celebrities, you, you know, you hear certain things behind the scene things that you know, um, sure, that paint a different picture. Um, so right. it's always very um, refreshing to hear yeah you know yeah but i hear she's lovely no she's wonderful and there are so many things that i've learned from jennifer and in the experiences that i've had working with her yeah Um, but the first experience was really like i kind of like always tell that story because it's funny to me because you gotta tell it you gotta (laughs) tell it i haven't heard it (laughs) so i get the call so i submitted a concept for her vegas residency all i have yeah for all i have and i um didn't hear back for a few months. And then one day I got a, a, an email from my agents and they were like, Hey, so um, we finally heard back and uh, they want to see you tomorrow. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, free. Like, I'll, I'll see if I can fit it in my schedule. Yeah. Right. Right. Very <laughs> I was just like, you have to understand. I had created a concept when I was a senior in high school and I was like, the only person that I want to do this is Jennifer Lopez. Wow. And then now fast forward to maybe like 12 years later or something like that. I don't, that could be wrong, but a long time um, for it to be happening that I had the opportunity to even just like present the idea to her was super like surreal. So what did I do? <laughs> I like put the, the pieces all in a box and I was like, okay, we're going to this audition and they told me it was a private audition. It wasn't like a cattle call kind of a thing. It was like, right. It was an agent. Call. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I was like, Oh shit. So I was prepared for the last 15 years. I was prepared for right, this moment. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But I do remember that when I walked in, well, first I probably shouldn't say this, but I will. I made sure I looked fucking good. Oh, I look, I'm, and I'm sure that amazing. was very hard for you. I'm sure that was very hard for you because you're well, very they, unfortunate looking. I have uh, to tell you. Well, <laughs> I mean, up. like, I, I just like, I, I definitely overthought 
how no, it's I get all it. gonna I mean, go you know, down. We, <laughs> you have to be feeling yourself when you go into something like yeah. that. You have to know you look good. And by the way, side note, not to di- not to di- uh, digress, but this ensemble you're sporting today is giving me life. I'm loving this this like uh, shorts my and tie dye. Yes, tie dye combo. I actually just bought this for me yesterday, and yes. I thought that I would sport it today. It's perfect. Okay, so you're looking fierce. You're walking into this audition. Yeah. Like, and I have to say, like, it was a full thought process. I was like, you can't look too eager. Okay. But you're super fucking eager. Okay. You know, like, all the things. Yeah, you don't so want to come off. So I opened the yeah. door. <laughs> Little did I know that she was in rehearsals with the show that was already being curated. Okay. And so I walk in. It's a huge room, which I did not expect. There are like 20 dancers in this corner rehearsing. There's the directors over here. This this space is huge. But I opened that door. I had a backpack on. And I opened (laughs) the door and I remember I did like a full on like. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to God. You gave you were giving her like that. It was I was almost, giving like, am I in the right place? It almost reminded me of look. your breathe on me cover, like when you were just oh, God. <laughs> that look. You know what I mean? Oh, that cover. That was funny. <laughs> so, anyways, I literally did that, and I swear to you, upon my first glance, I see Jennifer across the room, looking amazing as always, and she's about fifty feet away from me. Okay. And when I open that door, she sees me right away and she goes, Timo. Oh, oh my gosh. How did and you I was not like, just like, how did you not just like break like, character and freak no, out? No, 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 no. Yeah. This was yeah. my audition. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> this was the moment to make that first impression. So Timo yeah. was not like, yes, it's me. No, right, Timo right, right, was right. like, she was like, hi, how are you? You know, <laughs> calm, yeah. collected, walked over to them, shook her hand, said it's such a, you know, just chill. I love it. I don't know how I did it because inside... I was dying. Dying, yeah. Oh my God, I love that you did that. I mean, because I feel like I would have done the opposite because I'm so extra anyway. I would have been like, hey, girl! Like, (laughs) which would have been wrong. But I... I I couldn't believe, like, in my my brain what was happening was like, she knows your name. Yes, she does. I love it. (laughs) That was so fun. So tell me, I love that story. So, and you've obviously worked with her in... um, a couple more times since since yeah. her Vegas residency. I feel like I've worked with her maybe four times. I love yeah. it. I love that. That's wonderful. Yeah. So do you have, um, out of all the shows that you've done, this might be a really hard question, but uh, so just try and think for a minute. I'll even say three. Like, do you have like maybe like three of like your like career highlights as a dancer that you would like, that you look back on and you're like, you know what? I really really loved that experience I rem- or I remember that so well because I mean I know I have moments that specific moments on stage in certain shows that I'll never forget how it felt in that moment because it just went so well um you must have something some things like that oh man yeah I mean I've been doing this my whole life so it's hard to narrow yeah. it down it really is so give me like um, three that three any three that pop into your head right now that are that were just some really great experiences 
Okay. Um, after my grandma passed away in 2010, I made a show for her and I did it in Santa Barbara. I got a beautiful Spanish theater. I did major fundraising. The community like came out and supported my Kickstarter campaign. And like, you know, I was probably like 25, 26 years old. Um, so I didn't have a dime to my name. Like I, and I had this huge dream that I wanted to do this show for her. I was very close with her and, you know, I was holding her hand when she passed away. Like I just had a very strong connection with my grandma. And so, um, finally the show came, the Kickstarter happened, it sold out. I have like 10 dancers. I have like seven musicians on stage, fully costumed, original pieces made by hand you know like it was a huge <laughs> crazy I undertaking love i love that i'm insane so anyways no. it happened it happened and the one thing that didn't happen in all that preparation was me putting time into my own dances okay i was choreographing for everyone i was overseeing everything sure you know yeah. it was yeah, insane yeah, yeah. and i didn't yeah. really have a committee i had some volunteers that were amazing but i didn't have like the way you're supposed to do it where people are assigned jobs oh totally you know? i get what you mean yeah for sure so That's i'm on stage with like no choreography to produce, you know exactly so i'm on stage with no choreography <laughs> <laughs> To a you just decided theater. that you were going to improv your section or something? <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I mean, happened. no, but you always do. We always, why do we always put ourselves last? Like sometimes, you know what I mean? This has been something that I've been working on and I'm starting to understand better and do better. Yeah. Um, but at the time it was not the case. So I'm on stage with no dance killer musicians behind me giving me all like the support and inspiration and the energy and everything yeah yeah and the energy and i um i would say that at this moment i felt like the m- most impactful like spiritual connection um to my grandma that i had ever felt i love um, that it was amazing yeah i was cramping all over my body from being dehydrated (laughs) you know probably you know you're probably you know just worked overworked in a way too because you're producing the show probably not sleeping well as you said dehydrated i mean all the things i get it i get it right it just so happened that the piece the the song that i was dancing to was a, a very like intense and kind of introverted style of piece okay so I was able to connect that way and call upon, I remember like basically I looked up into the ceiling of the theater and like I had my arms extended and I remember just yeah. like reaching up and saying like, bitch. What? <laughs> <laughs> With all due I respect, love- Wita, I love you, but I was like, bitch, bitch. you better give me some strength right Ooh! now. Because nothing <laughs> is happening. Oh, <laughs> I love it. And, and, did, and did she? And she did. Yeah. It ended up like I remember, like, like I just remember touching my hands and feeling this like intense like energy. 
Yeah. And and I did this dance that I had never seen before. And, mm-hmm. you know, it just felt, it felt amazing. So I, I just remember the feeling more so than the steps yeah, were sure, sure. amazing. Like sure. who knows what I even did, but like that experience was, was one of the most memorable for me. Oh, that's for amazing. Sure. That, oh wow. I got, I got a little couple chills hearing that. Like the, when you said, I don't know. For me, like when you said that when you touched your hands and it just made me think of when you said you were holding her hand when she passed and that kind of yeah. connected her. Yeah. And that's how yeah. I felt when that's, you told that story. And I, I thought that was really wow, beautiful. That's cool. Maybe that's what it was. I had never thought of it that way, but. Well, I thought it was really beautiful. That's nice. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, that's a good one. That's a good one. So that, we'll, <laughs> we'll take that one. Does that one work? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I remember? Um, I uh, actually, hot for I, that. Ooh, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Mom's sweatshirt's coming off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I actually just got some um, fans that say Hey Girl on them. I'm going to send you one. Um, not that that will yes, help you right now, but I'm going to send please. you a whole swag bag of stuff. But um, Oh, yes. I'm so back excited. To, back to the topic, though, um, of just of fabulous you. Uh, I remember – I don't know if you remember this, but um, do you remember um, – gosh, I don't know how many years ago it was at this point, but – I was actually back living in New York. I had, I'd left Vegas to go do some work in New York, and I was there for two years, I think, from like 2016 to 2018 or something. And that was when World of Dance was coming out. And I remember, oh, yeah. like, I remember t- there was a huge... I mean, you were plastered all over that city because you were in the in the marketing for it, which was... And you Buses. Were, you looked fabulous, <laughs> you know. I remember yeah. taking a picture on the subway, like, at, like, 8 in the morning on, like, my morning grind to work. And you know you know that New York hustle is a whole different hustle than Oof. L.A. or Vegas or I Chicago or it. Miami. It's, no, no. it's a lot. That... that ooh. And I just remember... For whatever it's worth, I remember texting it to you. I sent you a picture of it, and I was like, "Oh, look! I saw this on my way to work. I don't know if you remember." And you you responded, and uh, you know, we were very sweet. But it was, it was at a time that I I was in New York, and I was feeling very um, polarized and isolated because it's just such an intense city, and I was hadn't lived there in so long, and I don't know why. Even though we're, I you know, I, it just felt like a it was a familiar face, and I loved it. You know what uh, I mean? That's so cool. So, Thank you. I course. appreciate you saying that. No, I mean, that's great. that's part of the beauty of what I do is like you can be anywhere and connect with people. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's really what I love about the arts and about performing is connecting with people. And sometimes it's not a very um, complex concept or message or anything like that but all it really takes is for someone to smile for a second or watch for a second or get inspired for a second or cry for a second it doesn't matter what it is but it just reminds us to connect with our you know human qualities and emotions so totally i appreciate you saying that thanks of course thank you um i feel you know and I, i i i i love that you describe it that way because i think sometimes there is um, I'm trying to think of the, the, the best way to say this, but I think sometimes there can be a misconception with performing artists, especially, um, that, that it's, um, vanity driven. Um, and I, I love the way you described it because at least for me, it wasn't, and I, I, it obviously isn't for you. Uh, I can't speak on behalf of other people, but I, I remember saying that as well. I, even as a very young performer, I was like, I, when people would say, you know, what is it that you, what, what is your you know, vision, like what is this journey that you're trying to create for yourself? And it was always some version of that answer. It was always, I want to, 
I when I was younger when I was younger and I wasn't that articulate, I used to say, I want to change the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, hey. you know, for the better. And um and all, eventually, you know, when I was able to get a little bit more connected to my to myself as a spiritual mm-hmm. being and and be a little bit more articulate with myself, I was able to start figuring out that I was like, well, it's not necessarily changing the world. I want to change the energy uh, that people are feeling in the world. You know, by whatever I'm doing, if it can change their energy in a positive mm-hmm. way, that would be just the biggest, you know, um, reward for for the the amount of work that we put into what we do. Right. So I love no, that. Definitely. I mean, it's a, it's an interesting industry because, you know, there are so many different players and characters um, who are involved in the arts, you know, message, I guess. Yeah, no, totally. So let's talk about your modeling career <laughs> in, in, in the fashion industry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tell me, tell me, I mean, what, what, how did that start? I mean, I'm, that sounds like such a stupid question because obviously you're, very very attractive but like was it just a natural thing were you there were you in in working as a dancer and then it just kind of organically were getting asked to start to do modeling things or was it more did you actually go out and really say i want to you know do this in in addition to this is a really we'll probably have to edit this down because it's okay a, <laughs> it's a <laughs> long fucking story but <laughs> Basically, I think it's an important thing to talk about, though, because I grew up as a person who really needed validation and needed to feel attractive or feel as um, or prove to other people that I was desirable or all those things, you know, Um, through my experience as a performer. I was getting accolades for being a good dancer and people would tell me once in a while that I was good looking. Um, I needed that second part to feel stronger and stronger and stronger. So what I I wanted to do was prove to everyone that I could model or not just be seen as the dancer. Like it was this whole thing within myself that I really needed to work through. So I started, um, I was dating a model at the time and I remember always feeling very like insecure by comparison. Okay. Um, less attractive, all those things. You know, I, I had a lot of like moments where I just really put myself through a lot. <laughs> you we know, are, we are so hard on ourselves, aren't we? Yeah. Like Internally. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I get it. So I started, you know, I, I was living in L.A. I, I started trying to model. I would go to all of the the agencies and try to do the open calls and hope that someone would sign me. And I remember I went to L.A. models probably like eight times before someone actually took my book to the back and said, give us a second. Right. Wow. Yeah. It, and every See, time and I, I walked never in, think that. like outsider looking in, I would never think that that you would need to go somewhere eight times to, to well, for them thank to you. Pay but, attention you to know, that. it's just, you know, and I mean, that's a, a compliment. Strange, just, you know, no, no, I know what you mean. And I appreciate it. But what I want is for when people to hear this, it's kind of a confusing thing, because on one end, I feel like it's a testament to say, like, go for what you want to do keep trying, don't give up, all those things. I think that there's something to be said for that. On the other hand, I also think that there is 
uh, a misbalanced expectation of beauty and how we're supposed to feel validated. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if I didn't get signed to that modeling agency, what sure. did that say about me? About me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Girl, and so that girl, that, I've had all those interviews, you know, too, so I know what you mean. Yeah. It's a slippery slope. Sure. And, you know, everything that I did, I've learned from mm-hmm. and I'm proud of. Um, but as a as a person who's now coming out the other end of those things, I look at it differently and I understand it. And I sure. just want, you know, I want people to be kind to themselves because, you know, sometimes it's a little bit dangerous. And luckily, I, I survived it and I'm here and all is well. But um, sometimes people can't and and that's kind of a scary place to be. Um, but going back to my process was, um, I basically pushed my, (laughs) pushed my way through to the top of that line (laughs) and, um, (laughs) finally got signed to LA models. Yeah. I got signed to their more commercial division, Okay, which was like less editorial, less fashion, you know, that's. So, but it, which is still great. But what are you trying to say? Like in your, I head was at the not time? happy. I yes, was like, that's what you're getting that at. That yeah. is not the division that you I belonged wanted. in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, my, <laughs> in my little twisted brain. Yeah, girl. I so, hear you. <laughs> but I, you know, I took what I could get. Right, I took what I could get, and I was. But also then you signed. go home and you're so hard on yourself. Like there's, but I, you're and you're and you say everything that you just said to me out loud. You're saying to yourself, like you're like for sure. I can't, but like, but that's I great, also but I can't like believe said, I didn't do it. Yeah. And I also said to myself, one step at a time, you're, you're happier today than you were yesterday. Yeah. You know, like you're closer to what you want to do right now than you've ever been. So shut the fuck up and like be happy. (laughs) You know, can I cuss on this show? I don't know. You have been. No, (laughs) it's fine. (laughs) So anyways, I was also signed to the runway division at the time. So I was like, okay, cool. Runway and some commercial print. Fine. Perfect. Let's do it. You're like, so I I'll kept take taking it. my picture. No. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll I kept taking it. my pictures, like my, my little fake photo shoots and my right. tests. Right, right. And right. I like at the time websites were big, so I like put all my pictures on my website. Yeah. I had been on So You Think You Can Dance. Um, they called me America's best flamenco dancer. I remember like, that episode. So yeah. like things yeah. were kind of like out on the internet about me, right? Sure. Sure. One day I get a call. From Stephen Mizell's studio. No big deal. No right? big deal. Just no big yeah. deal. No big deal. No big deal. So <laughs> at the time, I was in a contract with the San Francisco Opera, dancing flamenco in their show La Traviata. Uh-huh. And we were about to debut. And Stephen Mizell's studio says, we want you to come to New York this weekend, which is in like two days. Would you, um, would you help choreograph a cover of Italian Vogue? And I was like, fuck. I was like, shit. <laughs> I was like, I'm in this other contract. How am I going to get out of it? Yeah. But I really want to do this. And they said, there's a chance we'll throw you in some pictures too. Oh, okay. And I was like, okay, let me let me see what I can do. Right. I'm in a contract right now. Let me see what I can do. Sure, sure. Because she was double booked, honey. <laughs> double booked. Snap it. She snapped. Yes. Double booked. Double booked. Double. I think that's going to be the name of the episode. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So anyways, I talk to the people at the opera and I say, listen, this is not something I would normally ask. It's very unprofessional. But this is like, you have to understand, 
this opportunity is something that I've been trying to force to have happen for the last 10 years. Sure, Can sure. you please find a way to let me go for two days to New York? Mm-hmm. And it was the same night as the final dress rehearsal. Okay. Oh. And I'm the principal soloist. It's a bad time to go. Bad time to, to, not, to not be there. Yeah. With the live orchestra, like the whole thing. They said no at first. And then they said yes. And then I flew to New York. Yeah. Shot the cover of Vogue with Isabelle Fontana, the Brazilian beauty. And um, they threw me in some pictures. And then they threw me in more pictures. And then on the final day of shooting, Pat McGrath brought me to the mood board and she was like, darling, <laughs> you're not going to believe this, but <laughs> you made the cover. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. I, I my mind it. I exploded. It. I was like, what? And then came out a couple months later. I also love the way about. you the way you tell that story and the way you did, you did the, you, you, the way you did the voice and everything. I love it. That's <laughs> how she did it. I believe she's it. So, she's so fabulous. I'm sure, you know, Pat McGrath. Yes. Oh my gosh. What Make an accomplishment. Extraordinaire. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was a, definitely like something I'm always going to hold on to mm-hmm. for the rest of my life. Like, and my modeling career is not something I pursued since. I did like a few months in New York. I tried it. I got put on hold for a lot of stuff and mm-hmm. and then it didn't happen. But what's cool is that I feel like I've checked off that box. Sure, sure. You know, I can like chill about all that now mm-hmm. and really go back to, you know, the art that I love. And I still do editorial like photo shoots. I work with good photographers, but it's not my money maker. It's not what I'm trying to live off of. Okay. You know? Yeah. Sure. So, okay, so we're talking about checking off boxes here. We've done, we're talking, we've <laughs> gone through the dancing, we've got the modeling, nailed it. Let's talk about your, mu- uh, your musical career. Is oh. that what you, I mean, is that what you would say is, you know, you just said modeling isn't something you're trying to make your moneymaker off of. Is your, your driving passion in this moment your music? Yeah. 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 Oh, I love it. And I could just see even just the way your face lit up when you said that. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. There's so, there are so many ideas that are exploding out of my brain every single day and being able to make them all happen like one step at a time is so fulfilling. Yeah. And it feels like something that I wish I had been doing my whole life because I've always loved to sing. Obviously, as a dancer, music drives what I do. Sure. Um, and it, like, it just feels like now I'm I'm starting to fully understand who I am as an artist and how it like check uh, again boxes, but checks off all the boxes of dancer, singer, actor, fashion, model, like showmanship, performance, all those things. When you put them together, I really feel honestly that I'm putting together something that doesn't exist right now. I love and, that. You know, to be able yeah. to say that and to be able to believe that yeah. is such a gift. It really is. I feel really fortunate. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's a really that's a really exciting place to be. Um I, I think. And you know, I think when you go uh, when you go from a place as 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 a as an artist in any medium 
you know, I, I, you, you, I loved the way you described, and thank you for being so open with your story, by the way, um, about, you know, the thing, the insecurities you had at one point and the things that you went through, um, in your process. You know, I, a lot of people can definitely relate to that, but I think, and I, I'm pretty sure we're around the same age. So I, I think I can say, you know, when we were that, when we were younger and we were that age, at least I don't remember that being something we were allowed to talk about that much. It was like, if you did, you were, you were showing too much vulnerability or totally. you were showing weakness, some form of weakness. Right. Luckily, I think this younger generation has at least that part right where they're, re- they're ready to talk about it or they're ready to be more 100%. open and a little bit more transparent. They do some other things I don't like, but that part they do right. But <laughs> sure. you know, I think you're totally, totally right. And as you were just saying that I was experiencing the same thing, this interview right now, now, I, I'm grateful to that generation for, in a sense, paving the way for me to speak the way I'm speaking right now, because yeah. I would have never done it either. I, well, I'm very, I'm honored that you, that you are, um, that you're speaking to everybody and, and to me about all that, because I, though some of those things I wouldn't have known about you either. I mean, I look at you and I think you're, I, I you know, you, you, I'm like, he's done all this. I mean, how could you, how could you ever think, you know, that you, he would have any, any insecurities at all? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like oh, shoot. So, no, I but do, you, and I have. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but, anyway, but going back to what you were saying about, you know, where you are now and learning about who you are as an artist now, because who we are now is, this is cliche as this is going to sound, isn't the type of artist we were or we were trying to be 10 years ago or 15 years ago. And, you know, when you're young, you, it, it, I mean, it's just part of the process. It just comes with age, age and experience, I think, as long as you're open to growing. And I just think that's such a really, a really powerful place to be the way what you described is where you're at, you know, and I, and I, and I, yeah. I can appreciate that. And, um, and I, I'm excited for you. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I mean, uh, what they say is true is like gathering all your life experience Mm-hmm. And learning from it and how you deal with it is what like grows your character. I'm still yeah. working on that every single day. Girl, me too. Girl. It feels <laughs> way better out. than it ever has. So I that's good it. news. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out who I, who she is, meaning me. No, <laughs> who I am too. So. Yes, honey. I'm, I'm working through it on this podcast as well daily. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, For sure. So I can understand that. I Okay, so wait. But I want to talk about... Um, Lavender Skies. Ah. So, love the song. It's <laughs> on like my it? playlist. Like, it's on, like, my daily playlist, like, personally, that it's just, like, when I have my on shuffle and when it comes on. I mean, I, I really love that song. Tell me more about it. Tell me about the inspiration. Tell me. Just go. I just, I want to know. Oh. Okay, cool. Um, Lavender Skies is a song that, that came to me while I was in Spain during the beginning of quarantine, actually. I was living in Sevilla. I was locked up with my friend and phenomenal dancer, Marina Valiente from Spain. Um, We were living together and we were so restless and just like didn't have anything to do. (laughs) (laughs) You can say shit. Uh, I can say shit. I've said worse already. No, don't worry about it. (laughs) So um, I had spoken to... A music producer in Los Angeles named Morgan, a.k.a. Shitty Princess. And uh, she sent me a few beats. And I was just like, okay, I picked the one that I liked. And it was amazing that I could make a song from a living room with this person across the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I I spent the next month or so writing lyrics and... 
the lyrics lavender skies it's funny like i i give a lot of shout outs to my grandma but she has really driven a lot of my career so it's going to keep popping up i love it that's right Rita. anyways um she told me the first time i went to spain she said do me a favor when you get to spain look up because i remember when i used to go to spain all the time the skies there are different she says here we have blue skies there it's different it's like a lavender sky and wow. I always think of her when I look up at the skies in Spain and they're lavender. So I, I had just kind of put it in my notes of songs I would write one day. And then that was the moment. So yeah. I was in Spain writing lavender skies and then it came out. Oh, wow. Wow. I love it. What was it now? And the, the music video is great as well. Tell, tell me about that. Thank was you. that the one that you did? You did a couple of GoFund. I mean, I'm sure you've done, you're very good at fundraising and um, funding these things. Oof. And you actually get, you brought up a point. Um, I remember a while ago when, you know, a lot of times as artists, people expect us to work for free or for less than our value. Um, and um, so I love that you, you raised enough money to actually produce a really great music video, but also pay everybody behind the scenes what they deserved. So important to me. It really is. Um, fundraising fundraising is, a, is a tricky thing because n- who likes to ask people Ugh, for money? I hate asking. I, I hate it. Yeah. So I get it. Hate it. But I also know like if I, if I dream big and I want all these things to happen, like you said, the people that are involved need to get paid. Um, so it's kind of like... It's just something I bite the bullet and do. Um, I've done two in my life. Both were successful thanks to the help of so many people. Thank you, guys. Um, but the Lavender Skies video was not one of the videos that I fundraised, fundraised okay. for. Okay. That was just a self-funded video. That, okay. Um, I flew down to Tulum and worked with an incredible photographer, cinematographer, and team down there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was... It was an awesome experience because compared to the previous video, like there was so much less involved. <laughs> the, okay. The first video was like a movie. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> they both looked great. But <laughs> Thank you. Thank okay. You. I love that. So do we have, are we working on a new song right now? I'm sure you're working on many. Like what, what can you tell us that's coming up? Ooh. Are you allowed I'm to? Really exci- I'm really excited. Yeah, it's all my shit. <laughs> well, no, I know. <laughs> it's, all my, it's all my stuff. I'm an independent artist. Yes. So, and proud of it. Um, yes. Yes, I'm working on about five solid tracks right now. Okay. And I touch on each track every single day and add to it and sure. edit and do all that stuff. But there's one that I'm particularly really excited about. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it cracks me up. Yeah, because it's a little bit, it's a little bit, it's definitely different from anything that I've done. The two songs that I've done so far are like Latin romantic, yeah. like that. Vibe. Sure, sure. Yeah. And in that, like, one... you got that sultry voice in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah, it. I love like it. I love sexy, it. Sexy, whispery, yeah. like all those. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. I love it. I love it. I do it. Like I have to actively remind myself to come out of my upper register when I'm speaking. (laughs) I I always love it when every when people are. I like it when people are the opposite of me when they're actually calm and in focus. Right. (laughs) I'm focused, but I'm just. I've got a lot of energy. A lot of 
of time into my vocal training Mm -hmm. um, because I do love a sexy whispery moment, but I also like to sing. (laughs) So so, um, some of the five are in that direction. Some are in that direction. But the one that I'm talking about, yeah. yeah, (laughs) But the one that I'm talking about right now is like not singing at all. Okay. It's like, it's, it's kind of like it's gonna be like a little bit of like a dirty flamenco song. Ooh. Yeah, help me understand that a little bit more. I don't. I don't it, know. If it's I, just. Um, is I mean, can you, you give me a sample? It, but... Can you? Can you? Can you? Uh, can I? Can we? Can we? I don't think <laughs> I can. Oh, I don't think I can. But it's good. Like it's 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 exciting because it makes everyone want to dance. The other songs, they're like you listen to them, you sure. appreciate them, yes. and this is like you want to, you want to drop, you want to get up and dance, yeah, yeah you want to, yeah, you want to go crazy and just be like dirty and nasty and like, but it's also very on theme with my flamenco and, okay. you know, there's a little bit of footwork involved. Okay, there's a lot of like flamenco references in the words that most people won't even understand, but it all kind of ties together and makes sense. Okay. Oh, I'm I can't wait for that. What's it called? One, so. Do we have a name yet? Do we have a title? I have a few options. A few options. Okay. Yeah. It's either going to be called Rhythm for Me mm-hmm. or it's going to be called For Me. Okay. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, it'll find its way, I'm sure, you know, <laughs> as you go through and you'll, fi- you'll, you'll, um, when, when, when will you, sorry, well, I'm going to, wait, 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 Look, I can't stop smiling. Because I got the, the song I, makes me laugh so much. Like, I love it when I say I, this shit because when I'm saying it, I'm like in this like fucking this character. Yeah, tell me, you know? just do it. Just just do like a little I'm like, like, like there's a lot of like talk talk rapping and like the okay voice, you know. Like, <laughs> and then you nasty. you like catch yourself like even like having to take so many takes because you start laughing when you're doing it. <laughs> totally that. Yeah, totally it. that. But oh. when it's on, I believe it. Oh, I believe it's oh, on. Totally, I'm totally. like, who that? Who who she? Who did that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love when you have those moments where you can actually kind of surprise yourself in a way. Yeah. I think, you know? Because I'm the same way. I mean, I, I, I'm so critical of myself in so many ways that... You know, when I even like, so for me, like when I started doing this show, um, I had the hardest time. I mean, obviously I had to, I had to listen to it because I had to edit it, you know, and I had to, you know, yeah. totally self-produced, but I had the hardest time um, listening to the sound of my own voice, you know, <laughs> like I, did, yeah. I didn't like the sound of my own voice. And then, and then I used to get so critical too. Um, I mean, part of it is, I'm sure you go through the same process, but part of it is constructive to yourself, you know, when you're listening to yourself back again and I'm like taking notes and I'm like, okay, I I think I could have said this better. I need to be more aware of this or I need to whatever Mm -hmm. in the future. But then sometimes it get, but then it's a, it's a slippery slope because then sometimes you start criticizing yourself too much, you know, it takes away the the actual magic that authentically would have been present. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when you can get to the point that you listen and actually, instead of, instead of, tearing yourself apart not because you mean to but i think again i don't mean to speak in that those generational terms but i do think you and i came from that same kind of at this point would be called old school thought of training um i i guess when i hear that i don't mean that we're old i just meant like that it's a different strategy of of training that than people right. use now i didn't mean we're old uh, but <laughs> 
No, but I totally but agree. You start with tearing what you're yourself apart. You start. You start, and, and you and then, like you said, you take away from the joy or the magic of that. What would have been there? So it's great that when you actually get to the point where you listen to something that you've done, and you actually are, you surprise yourself. And you're like, oh wait, ooh, that was good. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. And that's the question I ask myself now. Is like when I'm making a song, I need to know, like Timo, if you were at the club, would you want to dance to this? Or Timo, if you want to be sad and at home and like mopey, is this going to tug at your heartstrings? Like yeah. you have to be honest with yourself. And if it's not doing it for me, it's not going to do it for anyone else. Right. Well, yeah. Well, because you know if you don't I mean? believe it, then they're not going to. Exactly. <laughs> when you're exactly. you're the one telling the story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a good start if you believe your own damn story, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best advice we could give to the young to, 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 to the kids. <laughs> right. That. Oh my god, I love it. All right, yeah. listen. All right, so now in honor of obviously it's Gay Pride Month, which we love. Um, yes. you know, I, I gotta ask. I mean, like, you know, not to get too 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 deep into it because we've obviously talked about your your wonderful career and and a lot of the things that you know came with that. Do you feel you know with it, in honor of Pride Month? I mean. What would you say as a gay artist might have been your biggest struggle in the in throughout that journey um, that would be connected to that community or biggest triumph? Hmm. It's interesting because I first I'll say let's back up a little bit. Gay artist. I have lived the majority of my adulthood um identifying as a gay person mm-hmm. um the last couple years i feel a little bit broader in the understanding of myself okay. and in the understanding of what i'm attracted to or all those things so i don't really know what what i'm calling it right now i'm not in any way denying um who i am if anything i'm expanding if that makes sense. Sure. sure. Um, so I, I'm, I'm still like not sure what that's called. But okay. um, as a queer artist, I. Hmm. The question was, what was the biggest challenge so far? Yeah. That might have been connected to, to you being a member of that community, our community. Sure. Uh, a lot of bullying as a kid. Sure. A lot of bullying as a kid. Um, part of the reason I quit ballet was because I, I was bullied so, so intensely, um, physically, emotionally, all the things like there was a lot. Um, and I think that the arts were amazing because they kind of gave me a place where I could shine and where I could succeed and where I could be praised or, you know, praised is a funny word, but where I could be accepted. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm really grateful for that. It was a safe space. And, yeah, know, it yeah. was. Yeah. It was until it wasn't. Like, then I would go out and do a show, and kids from the school would walk by and see me on stage, and I didn't feel safe at all because mm. they were pointing and laughing. Right. You know? Right, right, right. Um, so it was a very strange um conflict that i had where i was being prayed yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. like i was like is this good or is this really bad 
right. what I'm doing. Like I'm, right. I'm being told it's good and then I'm being told it's terrible. Like what's happening. Right. Um, so that was really, I, I think, I think to this day, it's something that I, that lives in me and that mm-hmm. I really have to work through and that I really have to stay conscious of okay. and not project those issues upon other people. And, you know, it's a fully different upbringing experience that I've had to a heteronormative situation. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, not to say that, you know, everyone has their problems, but yes, if that's the question, how has it affected me? Overcompensation, um, feeling like I have to prove masculinity, mm-hmm. things like that. Sure. Um, sure. Have definitely been involved in this entire packaging of the brand that I've created, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. But I do do things that feel really honest and um, such as like sometimes I perform in, in a flamenco skirt or I use props that would normally be used by women. And it's not because I'm trying to prove anything. I use those things because I like using them sure, and I'm good at yeah. using them and they feel natural to use. Sure. Um, I'm not like the poster child or this, the spokesperson for uh, crossing genders, but like I'm open to participating when it feels authentic and that's yeah. what I do. I get it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I struggled with even, it, it, believe it or not, you know, even because it's only because it's not that the show's not that old, but I even struggled with did I want to call this show Hey Girl um, for mm-hmm. some of those reasons, you know? Right. I mean? Yeah. Um, but it, it, so I get it. And it just, but again, I ultimately decided to still do it because that, that is me. This isn't a character I'm playing. This is how I talk to people. Right. Even, if, even if we're not recording, this is how I talk. So, for sure. <laughs> no, I think that's great. And I love that you have been true to yourself when you made that choice, you know? Yeah. We, that's what we're here to do. We're supposed to like shed light on all the different personalities and make yeah. sure people feel safe being themselves. That's the whole point. Exactly. You know? I, I really love and appreciate that it seems like right now, and especially within this age of, uh, you know, TikTok and, so, you know, all the additional social media platforms that are coming out. I mean, um, that, yeah, like that, the, the, the young, these younger members of our community are so or at least appear to be so comfortable in their skin at at a younger age than it than that happened for me, and I love that for them. I love that yeah. there is a space there is a space held for them, you know. Even if maybe you know maybe they're not maybe not even in their own household, they're allowed to to feel that way. But there is there is actual ways to connect with other gay people their age now that wasn't really available for me when I was younger. So I can appreciate that now. And I love that we're at at that place. I mean, that's what we're always moving towards. Right. You know, I mean, we're standing on the shoulders of the people before us. And, um, you know, I, I love that we're getting to a place that I don't even think the conversation should have to be about acceptance or tolerance. The con- there's, there, it just is, like, because it's just, it just the norm. Is. Yeah, we're not. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I think we're, yeah, we're I think definitely it's a getting a beautiful there. thing. It's a beautiful thing. Actually, my godson just turned 11. Shout yeah. out to Koa. What yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really wonderful to see his experience at school. Um, you know, it's part of the normal day to day conversation and basic understanding sure. of each individual in the class what is your gender sure do you know do you not need to know what uh, is it, what name do you 
prefer to be called by and, and what to pronouns see him talk about what pronouns yeah. and all that stuff. Um, and to I see love how that they're talking about that at school to now. It. Yeah, yeah, they totally yes, at least they need not to in be. all schools, but yeah. in some. And I think that that is changing. Yeah, and it's really beautiful to see his understanding of it. Sure. To you know, he's he's, he's educating 11, us. Yeah, he's eleven. Eleven. Oh, he's I eleven. Love yeah. I love it. So like his mom will say, so um, what what is your pronoun? And he says, oh, I I you can you can call me he him. <laughs> <laughs> he's like but so and so has has decided that he would like to be Michaela now you know what I mean Perfect. and and he's like get with it you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're like yeah yes. okay cool These it's really us. great I love that it's awesome that's so inspiring to hear um right. because that's not how I remember feeling at 11 years old <laughs> <laughs> no um, well <laughs> and I yeah right right um and isn't it great it, that's such a great moment when like when kids give you us as adults that realization you know or that or that that clarity in such right. a because some some things don't have to be as complicated as we all as society or the media or whatever you want to whatever you wherever you want to put put it on things don't always have to be so complicated sometimes it's just that clear it's like no this is who i am Right. Tomorrow, tomorrow I'm going to be that person. I was watching a podcast um, by Sarah Silverman. Mm-hmm. Do you ever see her show? Yeah, it's yeah. Really good. yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. really good. Um, but she said it so plainly and perfectly. She was like, what the fuck do you care what someone else does? Love it. Why do you care? Why do you care? And if you do, got to ask yourself why it's bothering you so much. Yeah. That's the truth. Like, why do I care what someone else wants to do as long as it's not hurting someone? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So before we wrap it up, I've obviously, I mean, obviously I'm having so much fun. I don't want this to end, but (laughs) before we wrap it up, I do want to just give you one opportunity. If you were uh, to say anything, um, you know, to anyone who's aspiring to accomplish the things that you've accomplished, if you had any words of advice or guidance that you'd like to give to, to give them. I'd like to add, I'll give you that moment now. Oh, wow. That's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm like, so we're going to wrap this up real quick. And then I give you this, know, right? <laughs> I give you this really big. <laughs> Super easy. Super um, easy, right? <laughs> um, let's see. I would say, obviously, like, don't give up. Believe in yourself. All those things. Yes. Yeah. It's super true. It's super true. Like we were saying about the song, if you don't believe it, no one else is going to believe it, right? So believe it. Because like, if it. you can think of it in your head, mm-hmm. if the idea is there, even if you're maybe thinking in kind of a negative way, like if you're going like, God, no one sees the blah, blah, blah in me, right? No one sees that I can do this. No one thinks I have a good voice. No one thinks I do, whatever. If you're having that thought, that means you at some level think that you do. Or that the world is not being fair considering the talent you have, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The drive you have or the hard work, whatever. Um, so hold on to that part, the part that you believe in. Nourish that. I like that. Water yeah. it, feed it, give it the attention it needs to grow and to be seen. I love it. That's what I would say. I love that. That's perfect. Well, listen – 
I am just so grateful for your time. And I had the best time catching up with you. It's been a while since we've even seen each other. So this has been I really, know. really lovely. And I'm very, very grateful for your time. And and thank you for everything you do for for the our artistic community, for our for the LGBTQ plus community. I, I really appreciate you as an artist and as a person. So thank you. Thank you so much. I I know we spent a lot of time talking about me, but I look forward to maybe having lunch or doing something soon where I, I can talk more about you and we can catch <laughs> up as friends because I would, what you're doing here for so many people such as myself is really appreciated. We need we need more people like you doing this kind of stuff. Um, well, so thank, thank you, you very much. Um, and yes, absolutely. Next time you're in Vegas, we are hanging out. Um, or maybe I can come to Santa Barbara because I haven't been there in a while. And anytime, and we can drink wine and be fabulous. Yes, heaven. So if you like what you heard, show us some love and hit that subscribe button. Check out our website at www.heygirlpodcast.com. Girl is spelled with a U. We've got merchandise, musical playlists, cocktail recipes, and you can listen to all the episodes there as well. Timo, check out Timo Nunez. Um, I'm going to tag you in the description of the episode. So if anyone's interested uh, in checking out more about you and your music, trust me, you won't be disappointed. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Thank you.